Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Berkey, and I'm your guide back to trusting yourself and coming to know, love, and love who you are. I'm excited to have you here with me today. Today, we're going to be discussing another boundary episode. It's boundary episode number seven, impact. Are you respecting this fundamental boundary? So we're going to talk about what impact is, how it shows up, and why it's an important fundamental boundary in our relationships and in determining who gets to belong in our lives and who doesn't because we got to be choosy and that because it well supports our safety, our well-being. It hits those three necessities, safety, connection, and identity, and allows us to be ourselves in a safe way and enjoy our lives. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. Before we get to that, we need to share this out to the community The community is your safe haven where you can find tools, guidance, and support in your journey beyond codependency. The link is above on Facebook uh, for the community below on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening via podcast, you can go to my website, www.freetheself.com, and click resources, go to the community, and you can join right there. So... Again, good morning. It's nice to see you guys. Let me get click the buttons here, and we'll get this done today. There we go. All right. So, episode number seven, boundaries. <clears throat> so, just as an overview, as a reviewer, catch up. Boundaries function for our well-being. They direct our behavior. They do not direct other people's behavior. Boundaries tell us what to do when a person, place, or thing does something or doesn't do something. So when we communicate a boundary, we say, hey, I would like, I, I don't like this, would you do this instead? And they don't do it. Then you say, hey, I asked you to do this, you didn't do it, and this is, I, I'm feeling unsafe here. And I want to feel safe, I want to feel close with you, and when you don't do that, I'm not able to do that, so please do this instead. And then if they don't do it again, it's more like, hey, you're I'm seeing that you don't respect or regard my boundary, which means I can't interact with you. So I'm no longer going to interact with you until that gets corrected or whatever. That's a, That last action, I'm not going to interact with you, is how a boundary works. Because the boundary says, you know, hey, if you do this, I'm going to do this in response. That's how boundaries, uh, healthy boundaries function. So... Keep that in mind here when we look at impact and what it means and how it, Im- it uh, impacts our lives, how it's involved in choosing happy, healthy people in our world and where they belong in our lives, in our yard, and in the exposure we allow to be in our life, in our daily experience. So, all right, so that's an overview on boundaries. Now, <clears throat> Impact. What is impact? So I, I, I say this word quite a bit, impact. So in, in relationships, we have three things to look at. We have to look at three specific kinds of patterns when we're evaluating where someone belongs in our life. And the first one is behaviors. How do they behave? What are they doing? Do these behaviors line up with my own sense of, with my value system, with my principles, with what matters to me? 
what, and this is the second one, what's the pattern of impact I experience from these behaviors? And the third one is the pattern of results I get to live with from that. Now, sometimes impact and results can be the same thing. Sometimes they're a little different. So let's look at patterns of, let's look at impact specifically. Now with impact, impact is what we experience from the person, place, or thing interacting with us. So if I'm with a healthy person, the impact is going to feel safe. It's going to feel expansive. It's going to feel maybe even a little boring. It'll feel nurturing. It'll feel clear. It'll feel um, empowering and at a minimum honest. But with an unhealthy person, it can feel intense. It can feel anxious. It can feel unstable. It can feel chaotic. In an unhealthy relationship, it can feel like the impact can be affecting my physical well-being, my financial well-being, my emotional and mental well-being. It can be taking from my happiness and my well-being. Healthy re relationships add to my, my well-being and my happiness. It increases these things in my world because it's regulating, it's caring, it's nurturing. Incompatible relationships will take away from my um, well-being and happiness because they're not nurturing. They're not functional for me. I'm not functional for them. This is what impact looks like. And this is what we have to respect most of all when evaluating where a person belongs in our life. And a critical component here, <laughs> you like the, the things moving on in the apartment upstairs? Yeah. So what we have to evaluate is the impact. A lot of times in our work to understand the other person or make choices for ourselves, we try to make the other person wrong. A lot of times we make them the reason we do a thing. Rather than us choosing a value system and principles and respecting the impact we're experiencing to motivate us to do a thing. So it's a very different place of power because you know, first examples, I'm doing, you know, I have to do this because they are this way is a powerless statement. The power lies in their behavior, not in our value system, not in what matters to us, not in caring for ourselves. In a power, in occupying our own power, being oriented in our power, self-oriented or what I call internalized orientation, then the choice is, hey, that behavior creates this impact in my life that doesn't align with what I want. So I'm going to do this behavior in response to it so that I can take care of my well-being and happiness. So now my behaviors are being governed by my own principles, my own values, my own sense of worth, my own self-trust, rather than dictated by uh, as a reaction to their behaviors. Like I get to choose who I am despite what they're doing or not doing. This allows me to have an honest take on the impact this person's having on my life and my impact on theirs. This allows me to also evaluate the and navigate the complexity that arises when it comes to toxic relationships. Because toxic relationships have intensely harmful attributes, but then they also have positive attributes. They always do. 
there isn't a toxic relationship out there that doesn't have these things. And that's partly why it's actually toxic. Because we stick around because of the positive things, the euphoria we feel, the love bombing we get, the love the the sense of attachment or safety or identity or connection we get with them. Those are big and valuable to us, especially if we've been neglected. We want those things and we want to keep them. So we ignore the toxic impact and we magnify this fantasy of the positive impact when in reality those positive attributes are toxic in this relationship because they keep us there. It's the key here, guys. It keeps us in the toxic cycle. We are using our power to stay in it when we, when we favor the euphoria, we favor the toxic hope of things changing, we favor the fantasy that we know them better, we can heal them or they'll change when they persistently haven't, things like that. When we get into an honest, sober contact with reality, then it's like, oh, this impact tells me what's going to happen in the future. Do I want to live with this? Now we are in our power rather than making them you know, X, Y, Z so I can do what I need to do. I can say, hey, this impact doesn't work for me. It's not aligned with my well-being and happiness. It's not aligned with what I want, what my values are. So I need to leave. So we take the power back and we implement it so that, our, so that we are responding to the impact in a way that aligns us back with what we need and want in our lives. This is what it means to respect impact and this is why impact is a fundamental boundary because when we respect what it's trying to communicate to us, it directs our behavior in a more healthy way. Same thing in healthy relationships. Oh wow, this impact, they, I feel safe. I feel seen, I feel valued, I feel heard in a consistent way. It's not just a one-off event. It's a pattern of this. And it's a pattern in healthy relationships that doesn't also have a toxic component to it. Because not all relationships are toxic and not all relationships have toxic components. Sorry, guys, but healthy relationships don't have the toxic element. I see that confusion a lot with people like, oh, supposed to have this. It, it doesn't. Healthy relationships don't have the toxic elements involved. Sometimes there's going to be a bad behavior or a poor skill that needs to be worked out. But it's not a pattern and it's more of a rarity than anything. That's the beauty of healthy relationships. And yes, they actually do exist. I know I'm in one and I have hundreds of clients that have experienced it for themselves. And the reason why is because they started respecting the impact. And started noting that, oh, when I'm with this person, this is the impact I experience. When I'm with that person, this is the impact that I experience. Okay. Which one do I want? Which one would I like to continually have? So this is what it means to respect impact. It's what it means to govern ourselves in boundary. Because our boundaries point us back to our power, back to our autonomy, back to our well-being and happiness. When we respect them and when we value them. And that is the real work here in freeing ourselves from codependency. And we can do that by starting with self-trust. Do I trust my boundaries? Do I trust in my value? Do I trust in my sense and experience of these impacts? When we start restoring self-trust, we start restoring our own personal legitimacy and ending the power of self-doubt in our lives. That allows us to reconnect with our power to execute boundaries that work for us.
So if you're struggling with that, I invite you to click below on Facebook or yeah, below on Facebook, above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and get my uh, guide, Restoring Self-Trust, because that's the first step in liberating yourself from codependency. So it's in the description. You can get that. Um, it's described as take your first step into freedom here. Just click on that, and you'll be good to go. My friends, impact is your ally. It tells you what's going to come in the future. It helps you understand what's really going on. So you don't have to sit here and go, okay, I don't know what's real because, uh, you know, they say these things, but they do those things. Words are not reliable, but behaviors are, especially patterns of behavior and the impact and results that they create. When you lean into trusting that and acknowledging that, you're going to find yourself free again in your world. It's going to allow you to have the capacity and space to take care of yourself and to recognize healthy people, healthy places, and healthy things in your life because of the impact they have on you. So, going forward, explore that. Let's see what you discover. Thank you again for being here and being a part of my world. Go safely with yourselves, and I will see you guys in the next episode.